What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Mental Vacation Hour. Um, <clears throat> if you follow my actual Instagram, uh, my smoky music one, uh, you probably saw that I made a new Instagram for this podcast. Uh, so it's just at Mental Vacation Hour. Um, yeah, it's, I'll be putting clips and all that cool stuff up there. Um, yeah, I mean, today I was just chilling and, uh, making some motherfucking pop songs. My friend and I have, um, this like sync opportunity, which is really cool. And yeah, Smokey's been making some, <clears throat> some pop stuff today, but you're not going to hear it unless... Some shit picks it up. <laughs> but. So this is another solo episode. Um, Let me know. In the comments. You know if you're vibing with the solo episodes. If you want to see more guests. You know I want to. Definitely you know hear your guys' feedback. And see see what you guys like. You know because. At the end of the day. We're finding our peace together. So. Any feedback really is appreciated with all this stuff because it's still super new. I mean, it feels like I just started this yesterday, you know. But, yeah, got got some topics today. And, yeah, I guess we could just get right into it. Um, first thing, positive uh, self-talk. And, um, yeah, that's... You know, something we all, it's something you need to be aware about every day. I mean, you need, if you find yourself starting to kind of talk shit with yourself, <laughs> you know, like all those typical things like, oh, you're a fucking piece of shit, like doing this shit again, all that negative talk. It, it does so much more than you think. And especially over time, it just adds up. And it's definitely just not a good habit to be in. But the, the hardest part about it is definitely the fact that um, you're not always uh, thinking about it. It's just kind of happening. And yeah, I think... You have to consciously try to monitor that self-talk with yourself and kind of like butt in with, with um, you know, that inner speaking. And yeah, like if you hear, oh, they're like doing this shit again, you piece of shit. It'd be like, wait, hold up. I'm not actually a piece of shit. Like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done this, but it's okay. Let's learn from this. We got this shit. You know, I feel like that's the most important thing, saying, like, we got this shit. Like, let's keep going. Because doing that with yourself fucking can work wonders, you know? I feel like the times when I've really mo started monitoring that kind of stuff, um, you wake up feeling better. When, when you're actually like in the habit of it, you wake up feeling better. You, your day is just feels better. You overall, you have almost a weight off of you when you don't have the negative self-talk or you at least are monitoring it and kind of replacing at least like some of it with positive self-talk. Because, yeah, I feel like almost every single person that uh, talks, you know, positively in, in their mind and everything, they had to train themselves because I feel like the first instinct is to be negative. And I feel like that's just how that's just how we are as people. And especially this day and age with like comparisons and 
all that kind of stuff. But I mean, you just have to really just monitor that shit. Yeah, we could go right into the next topic. Um, grounding techniques and breathing techniques. And this is fucking like, this is huge for me because um, anyone that, uh, you know, deals with anxiety and stuff, you know, I feel when I was younger, I really, really dealt with anxiety and stuff like that. I mean, I mean it's something that I feel never goes away. I feel a lot of people deal with anxiety, a lot of fucking people. But there are techniques out there that really help. And I don't want to sit here and be like, yeah, it cured my anxiety. But every time I get anxious, I am um, always trying to make it go away with techniques and stuff. And it helps a lot of the time. A lot of the time it brings it down and then you stop thinking about it. Um, at least most of the time. But yeah, if you're not aware of these two techniques, grounding techniques, well, I'm sure you've heard of at least, um, you know, breathing techniques like doing the deep breaths. But yeah, let's just go over it. And yeah, because I feel like this stuff is fucking essential. So I'm going to look up the grounding technique just because I don't remember the exact. Um, there's like numbers and stuff with like how many times you do what. Okay. So you acknowledge five things that you see around you. Acknowledge four things you can touch around you. Acknowledge three things that you hear. Acknowledge two things that you can smell and acknowledge one thing that you can taste. So, I mean, when I do this, obviously, like, like just now, I don't remember the fucking uh, amount of each thing that you should do, but I don't think it's necessarily like the most important part. The important part is, you know, when you, when you get anxious and you feel like you're, um, kind of uh getting away from reality a bit um this technique once you really start like trying to like to do it and you really take it serious um at, at least for me it definitely helps kind of bring you back even if it's just a little bit um yeah, like say say you're driving, you're like, okay, well let's look at the five things on the road right now. Like I like I see the street, I see trees, I see this, that, that. And then four things you could touch, like start touching things around your car. You know, you don't even have to tell someone that you're doing it. Like you can do it like nonchalant too. Like just start touching the wheel and then, you know, uh like like a button or two, and then like yeah, just keep going down the line. And it really helps. I promise you, like, at least just try it and try it a few times, too, because take some time. Because it's hard to think of it at first. Each time you have anxiety, like, oh, let me do the grounding technique. Like, it takes time to. You know, develop it in, in your way, you know, like finding your speed with it and just getting in the habit of it. But yeah, I swear every time I start feeling like I'm disassociated and stuff like that, I'll do the grounding technique to myself. And I'd like, but it really helps me. I mean, um, it, it just really brings you back. But um, yeah, breathing techniques too. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you are quite aware of deep breathing and breathing techniques, but yeah, breathing. Uh, techniques really I mean it's just something I consciously try to do like all the time um, not even if I'm feeling something like anxiety or anything like that I mean like say I'm about to even just like going into work or something 
I'll just prepare by doing some deep breathing and kind of just resets everything. And, um, yeah, because, I mean, um, this is something like with singing and all that kind of stuff. It takes you a while, but a lot of people actually don't use their diaphragm when they're doing something like singing or deep breathing. And it does take practice. I mean, um, it's kind of crazy. Like the stat, I, I forget like the stats of like, or if there even is a stat, but they, there's a lot of people that don't um, use their full diaphragm when they're breathing. And that's, that's fucking crazy. But yeah, so I think if you never really tried deep breathing, I would first see if you even do like full deep breaths. I mean, like really take a full like three second, like like three seconds in, three seconds out, really dig in and you'll feel the diaphragm fill up. And then you'll feel it go back down. And yeah, I I do that all the time. I try to do it multiple times a day. I think it's it's one of the most important ways of kind of zenning out for yourself. Yeah, anyone can do it. I think the most important thing with both of those things is um consciously trying to add it into your life especially when it feels necessary and i think starting that you have to do it even when you don't need it just to like kind of practice i mean it sounds like so dumb and like unnecessary but i promise you if you deal with anxiety and you've never tried something like the grounding technique um it's definitely worth trying even if you feel stupid doing it. Um, it's definitely brought me back to reality a few times. <laughs> but, okay, on to the next one. Only having a plan A and no plan B. And I still don't know how I feel about this. Because <laughs> I'm not I'm not at a point with like anything I've pursued that I've truly become successful. So, you know, I'm not one to say, yeah, one way is right, one way is wrong, because I still don't know if which way is right. I mean, me personally kind of felt like I needed to kind of just stick with a plan A, no plan B. Um, I don't even know if there's a right answer to be honest with you, but having only a plan A definitely, um, one is scary, but two puts a fire under your ass. That's for sure. Because I mean, sometimes I think like, like, I feel like I would be good at starting a, a different business venture or you know, like just doing something different. But it's like, if I keep thinking about that as my plan B, I mean, you stray away from plan A. And I mean, it becomes that, it can become that thing where you might start putting too much on your plate. You're not going to do either. And then you're just in this weird limbo. But having a plan B can be good because it can kind of give you peace of mind for A, where, you know, you're, you really go all out and it's like, well, if this fails, I still have this option. But I, th I, I, I do think if you, if you have a, plan b you really do just have to try to not um pursue those the a and b at the same time really hard because yeah you 
you're going to end up putting too much on your plate. You're not going to do either. And that could be the worst option. Let's go right into uh, being, being okay with experimenting with new things. I feel with a lot of things, um, you can kind of get stuck in a pattern where you keep trying the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, you know, the definition of insanity and wonder why things aren't working out for you. But, you know, especially if you're in an age like your 20s, that's a big time to experiment and try new things. And you might not even have found the thing that you are, you know, truly good at yet. But you're never you're never going to know if you don't experiment and try all these things out. Because the beauty is it can be within things that, you know, you already have done, but you haven't done in a while or you know like with songs it's funny because whenever you kind of start doing a new thing that you haven't done before, you almost feel like you just instantly just hate it or something. Like you instantly just don't feel it for some weird reason. And, but over time it ends up being like one of the favorite, your, your favorite things. And, it's a weird phenomenon, but it happens all the time. And it's always the ones where you experimented a little more than usual. Like, like uh, my song, Little Things, it's like numbers wise and stuff. It's like my biggest song. I, at first, I was like, I don't know if I could put this out. It's too it felt like too poppy and stuff for me. But the more I listened to it, the more I loved it because it felt different and new. And that sometimes you just got to go with the flow of things because I mean, the best things with anything comes with experimenting. I mean, all the fucking genres of music came from experimenting. I mean, like, like, fucking think of rap when it first started out. Like, that wasn't a thing done before. People experimented, and look what fucking came out of that. I mean, even if you don't like the earliest rap, without that earliest rap, I mean, it wouldn't be what it is today. And it wouldn't be what it is today without people experimenting with the old way. And that goes with anything in life. I think just if you're really trying to experiment, it means you're really doing your own thing. And I think when you do your own thing in any field, any hobby, anything that's when you feel the most fulfillment and yeah i i think that's the best thing you can achieve when you're really venturing out and doing your own stuff but yeah <laughs> The world wouldn't be what it is today without experiments. And that's what keeps everything uh, growing and evolving. And 
people become better places become better things become better so yeah think about that next time you're fucking feeling like stale with whatever you're doing i mean just fucking experiment do something outrageous that you normally wouldn't do and just go with it because sometimes when you start doing it you'll kind of kick it right away and be like uh no this is getting too weird well like dive into the weird dive into the new and see what the fuck happens because you never know i mean yeah it might end up being some fucking stupid ass thing but sit on it you never know could end up being the coolest thing you've fucking done experiment all right yeah next topic Finding the the happy place between the past, present, and the future. Now this one's tough because everyone, I don't care who you are, you're always reminiscing on the past and you're worried about the future and you're not in the present enough. And the only motherfuckers who got got it right are the like fucking monks. <laughs> it's really fucking hard, you know. But I think it's it's like what I was saying earlier with, you know, doing like the grounding techniques or the breathing techniques. You have to be conscious of it and you have to know when or realize when you're thinking too hard to the past worrying too much about the future or not being in the present enough. And I mean, like those techniques, I think that really, they really do help you get back into the present. And, you know, a lot of anxieties come from the present. I mean, sorry, the, the past or the future thinking about one of those things. And, you know, I, I do want to, I do wish I meditated more. Um, I really hope to do so, you know, that's the thing I need to add to like my schedules and stuff, but meditation, I feel is a good, good time to really let those thoughts come in and out. I feel like if you have that outlet of letting them go in and out, then you leave them there and then you worry about the present. And I mean, that's really what meditation is, but yeah. So maybe we all need to fucking meditate a little bit more. Yeah. But no, it really is a difficult thing trying to juggle all those things. But, yeah. I feel like, hmm, I'm trying to think if I think more about the future or the past. Yeah, because I feel like my problem is, yeah, I really don't feel like I live in the present as much as I should. And I do, I think I think of the future a lot. Which, you know, like, I think it is good to at least, you know, be aware of like what you're trying to do and where you're trying to head. But the thing with thinking too much about the future is that you can't control all the things that are going to happen from now to then and there's nothing you can do about some of those things and even like the smallest things can have the biggest impact about where you're heading and you just can't gauge some of those things 
I mean, like, for example, you know, like losing someone. You don't think that shit's going to happen, but it can. And when it does, it feels like your life flips around. But when you're thinking about the future, you're not adding that in. And things like that can change fucking everything. So you just have to just have like a like a grand vision of what you're trying to do in the future. But you really have to stay in that present because the present's the only thing you really can control. You can control what you're doing at this very moment. And what you're doing at this very moment is going to be the thing impacting your future more than anything. And you, and you know, like one thing I always try to tell myself is kind of like, like I'm going to be the best version of me today. And sometimes I don't even know what the fuck that means, but I tell myself that and hope that I could be the best version that I can be that day, whatever it entails, you know, whether it's just really fucking banging out some music shit or podcast shit, or just, you know, being a good boyfriend or being a good son or whatever, whatever it is in that moment, you just got to be the best version of that. And I think that that's, that's the best way to make the future as good as it can be. But, all right, next topic. What is your religion? Now, religion nowadays... I mean, at least for a lot of people, it's it's a lot different than how it's been in the past because I feel like a lot of people nowadays, they don't follow the traditional religions that have been like a big thing in the past. You know, if you feel like you're agnostic or atheist or any of these, like, I don't want to say like new lanes because I mean, they have still been around, but I mean, the numbers are going up uh, for people that aren't following the traditional like Catholic religion or Christian or, you know, any, any of those traditional religions and, um, you know, I myself, I feel like I'm agnostic, which you know, if you don't know, it means like you don't know what you believe. To me, it means I'm just open to, I personally feel like I like to learn from all the religions and kind of make my own way of going through life. Um, but I think the most important part is that I am trying to, you know, pick all the good things out of what I've, what I learned from these different religions. And yeah, I think as long as you're being a good person and helping others, and yeah, just like all, all that kind of stuff. I mean, then you're doing the best you can do. But I do think if you don't know what you believe and, you know, you don't associate with like any kind of religion or anything, well, you should, I mean, not make your own religion, but learn 
learn something from religions and yeah kind of make a path of like what you personally believe in because it can be anything that you believe in i mean it, it, it could be a higher power it doesn't have to be a higher power but regardless you have to have something because if you don't have anything then that's when it can life can feel hopeless and very negative and you know even if your religion is as simple as fucking drawing if drawing is your religion well at least you have something you know leaving a mark with your drawing you know that's still something but i do think if you sit there and you don't have your your own personal religion then life can be a lot harder and the 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 word religion kind of has like a weird taste on people's mouths i i get it i understand but it's it's just important to just have have some type of belief system whether it's in yourself or something higher power whatever and it doesn't have to be a traditional religion i mean it just has to be something that helps you get up and and something that you know if you were to go you feel that you know it you did something that helps whether it's other people or anything you know just have it's like kind of like a driving force <clears throat> like all right like for me you know i mean i feel like i um like i personally i like a lot of buddhist practices um i mean even for me like something like stoicism like i love reading into things with stoicism uh, marcus aurelius and all that stuff um you know combined i i do feel stuff with like christianity and whatnot um you know being a good person helping others and just other things within the within the uh christianity catholic realm i mean there's good things to take from it whether you know you believe in heaven or hell or not or whatever i mean there's there's good to take from all these different practices and i mean stoicism stuff like it's not a religion but taking all these practices to make you a better person and to help others all together is your own personal religion the way you carry yourself the way you do things and you know i hope to leave an impact on people and i i the thing i love about music is that even if i go it's still there for to help people so you know i could be dead for a thousand years and people could still be jamming to fucking some of my songs i mean like who knows if that's gonna happen but the fact that it's there if someone wants to and say you know one day i have kids or whatever like they have it and i think that's one of the biggest things for music for me is it leaves almost a legacy behind with it and 
yeah, I just hope, you know, I've been shoving it down your throats, but I hope to help others find their peace and that we do it together. And, and then we get other people to find their peace. And then it's just a snowball effect for generations. Next topic, the no dopamine challenge. I heard, I heard this today. I was listening to a podcast. Someone was talking about how they're doing like the no dopamine challenge for 90 days. And it was like, it was definitely intriguing. And, you know, I was definitely, you know, it was, it was getting my gears going. And I was thinking, damn, well, like, I kind of want to try something like this. But so for context, like what, what they were talking about with the no dopamine challenge, I don't know if this is like an official thing or like if they like, did it their own way or what, but this is what they were explaining. And, um, it, it sounded pretty reasonable. I mean, um, so the no dopamine challenge, no, I mean, all these typical things like scrolling social media, going on YouTube, um, just anything that spikes your dopamine levels, uh, more than, um, it normally would before this whole fucking uh, internet era really fucking kicked off. I mean, just cutting all of that shit out for 90 days. I mean, even stuff like sugar, because, I mean, there's fucking sugar and everything now. Um, like, cutting all those things out. And uh, you could keep stuff like... Uh, like listening to music, listening to podcasts, reading, stuff like that. Just not the huge dopamine spikes like, you know, scrolling social media, video games. Um, and cutting it out for 90 days and just seeing what happens. And I mean, me personally, I've never, I don't think I ever tried doing something like that. And it definitely sparked my interest and I don't know. I think something like that is definitely helpful, you know, like, like what I've been, uh, been thinking about lately is, um, I mean, this sounds kind of fucking backwards, but <laughs> I've been wanting to get an Apple watch because like me personally, like I hate always looking at my phone. Like say I get a text or something, I'll look at my phone before I know it. Like I'll subconsciously just go on fucking social media. I'm scrolling on there for a few minutes and then blah, blah, blah. But like I, I do like having my phone nearby just like for a text or whatever. Like so like I've been wanting to get an Apple Watch because... I could keep my phone out. Like, say I'm working on music or whatever. I just have my Apple Watch on. Say I get a notification. I could just answer the text, like, by talking, go right back to it. There's no social media involved, none of that shit. And, yeah, I think that'd be, like, one good step for me. And I also want to get, want to get the Apple Watch because, you know, I want to start tracking things like sleep and... Uh, want to get more active. You know, I was just on a bike ride yesterday. Felt really fucking good just getting out, you know, into... Like, into the into the, uh, the park and just fucking going around. But, yeah, just, just started to track everything. And, um, yeah, big thing for me has been sleep lately. I mean, I'm a, I'm a night owl and, um... You know, I'll fucking stay up late and then wake up early for work. And I just like a bad cycle where I only get like five, six hours of sleep. And, 
you know, I want to start trying to go to bed early, see how much REM I'm getting and all that good stuff. And yeah, let us start from there. Um, but yeah, the no dopamine challenge. I mean, shit. I think that'd be a really fucking cool thing to try out. And I mean, shit, maybe we could get enough people through this. Maybe we can all kind of try doing like a no dopamine thing together. And it doesn't even have to be 90 days, maybe even just like 30 days or even just start with a couple weeks or something. And I think that'd be a really good thing, you know? I mean, what's really going to be the harm of it if you try doing it? I mean, if you fail, you just go back to what you were doing. But, I mean, if you get out of the habit, that's fucking... It'll at least make you aware if, like, once you go back to before um, some things that, you know, you've been doing too much of because... The amount of people that subconsciously, I mean, this is including me too, like subconsciously just take your phone out throughout the day. I mean, shit, I probably do it like who knows how many fucking times Just subconsciously just grab it and start scrolling right away. Like it's fucking crazy. You can do it anywhere. And if you cut that out for fucking 90 days. I mean, getting your dopamine levels back on track because, I mean, it's it's not normal, like, the dopamine spikes we get through all these things and leveling it back out. I mean, it, as hard as it might be at first, I mean, it probably does wonders to your mental health and just everything because we're still living in these times that are so new and... In a way, we're kind of the test dummies of how this internet world is. And especially these kids that are being grown up right now in, you know, I mean, they're born. And I mean, technically, from when they're born on, like they could even start with like an iPad and just be um, a part of this internet world from the beginning. And... I mean, yeah, they're ultimately the the test dummies of this new thing going on. And, um, yeah, I don't think it would hurt to just take a step back a little bit because it's been so high gear just uh improvement after improvement with all this stuff being pushed in our in our faces and um nobody's had time to breathe with you know taking a step back to before those times but i mean the create like i mean even everyone like my like i'm 27 like even everyone around that the 20s and stuff and uh i mean even 30s and 40s we've had technology around us from birth you know i mean i was sitting there playing the fucking super nintendo shit like that and when i was fucking young as hell and at least taking a few steps back at least with like the high dopamine stuff i mean things like TikTok and stuff. You know, it's going to do more good than harm. Even if it's for a few weeks. So, yeah, I don't know. Let me know in the comments if you'd be down. I mean, I think it would be a really cool thing to do as a group. I mean, we'll let it slide with texting and all that, you know, Discord and whatnot, you know. <laughs> But I feel like that's not, that's definitely not as high dopamine as, yeah, just like doing some, something like video games or scrolling. But, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, so, 
yeah, before we go, I just wanted to talk about um, my new song coming next. Uh, it's coming out June 9th. And I'm super excited about this one. Uh, my homies, the Perrys, um, they they made the instrumental for that. They have a really fucking cool NFT project that um, they're just doing next level shit um, with music. And yeah, it's kind of like generative songs and yeah it, it each song is like different and um it's just super fucking cool you if if, if you want to look into it tap into the peace void and you know dive into the parries um but yeah they they sent me um the instrumental and uh they're they're so fucking talented and I'm just really happy with how the song turned out. It's it's the only song that I will be releasing that I didn't do the instrumental and it's like definitely rare for me to um you know let someone else be the ones doing the instrumental because you know I've always just done it myself because I feel that um that no one knows my sound better than me but you know that's one of those things where they're just so fucking talented and they make some cool ass shit and I think we made something really fucking cool together and um yeah, the homie shit lab made some really cool art for it. It's just, yeah, this is, I'm really excited for this song. And, um, yeah, so it's coming out June 9th. Um, you know, on all the streaming platforms. And I guess I should, I should talk about, um, the, my future album coming out. So yeah, the, these songs, they're all a part of the next album. And yeah, I'm going to keep releasing the singles because it, it feels good having something every month to put out. And, you know, when I get a few more songs ready, it might just get to a point where I just drop the rest of it and put it all together. But it's been fun. It's been good. I've never done it this way, uh, doing singles every month and stuff. And yeah, it just feels really good. I feel like I'm just like ahead, which is like creatively, it feels like a relief because there's something about when you haven't released in a few months and you're trying to put an album together and, um, yeah, it just feels like this weird pressure that I do not feel right now. And I feel like I'm making the best songs I've ever made. I'm just like really excited. Everything from like this next song coming out on. It's just like really just truly some of the my favorite songs I've ever made. And I really feel like I found my sound. And, you know, if you if you if you dig my music, I think you're really going to like these next songs coming out um definitely uh change things up a bit i mean i'm making things like it's a full band but <laughs> i mean everything other than the, this perry song coming out i've been making it all my fucking myself and with the help of uh my dude px eternal uh he mixes and masters everything and you know he co-produces a little bit as well and um yeah he really gets his songs sounding good and um yeah just really fucking excited really excited um but yeah so look out for the song 
You know, keep finding your peace, motherfucker. Tap in. If you don't follow me on anything, yeah, just look look at the link that's fucking under this video or audio if you're on like Spotify or some shit. Make sure you tap in because you know I really I really want to stay connected with everyone that's that's uh vibing with this podcast and um that we all need to keep together. That's why I think Discord's really cool. And um, you know, I hope as this grows, everyone can join in on something like the Discord so we can all just hang out together and where we all really want to help each other out and because I think it's really good to have a community like that having your back. And, you know, if you join that, I I have your back as well. And, you know, I'm always there to talk if you want to say what's up. I mean, yeah, the Discord's down there as well. So, yeah, let's stay tapped in. And let's keep this shit going. We're not stopping. We're not motherfucking stopping. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Mental Vacation Hour.